Welcome to the Ales and Tales podcast. I am Mike Mercurio. With me are my co-hosts and beer buddies, Ben Purrier. How you doing? And Andy. Good evening. And today, it's going to be perfect that we're going to start off this way. We're starting off a Stone Espresso Totalitarian Imperial Russian Stout. Nothing like uh, getting our evening going with espresso mm. and beer. Well, it is National Coffee Day. Well, there you go. So we are drinking a coffee stout. I guess we're actually starting late, you could say. I guess so. I didn't even know it was National Coffee Day. There you go. I should have had more coffee today. Well, I guess we're about to, so it works out well. Uh, so this one, it says, uh, Bespoke Totalitarianism for the Proletariat Diaspora. Uh, Imperial Russian stouts don't actually get their name from being brewed in Russia. The style originated in England, initially brewed to suit the discerning tastes of the nobles of the mid-18th century Russian court. Flash forward about 250 years... And here we find ourselves in a world populated by the diaspora of craft beer enthusiasts that also have a finely tuned palate for this richly intense style. Fortunately, you neither need to be Russian nor of noble birth to enjoy this intensely rich, deeply complex stout. To further bespoke the bejesus out of this, we brew the <laughs> notion. Seriously. To further, they they have fit a lot. That was a this lot of alliter- Yeah, that was some serious alliteration on that little uh, B sentence. Bespoke the bejesus out of the brewing of the... Yeah. They just keep going on this can. So, mm-hmm. to further bespoke the bejesus out of this, we brewed with a beautiful espresso roast coffee. It's as fit for savoring fresh on a warm spring afternoon as it is for aging deep in a muscovite cellar. All right. Fun stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of information on Stone's uh, website about their brewery, about their story. Uh, I could go into I mean, Pretty much two guys met. They fell in love uh, with their love of beer. You know, they got along. They both had a, a similar taste uh, with the help of, you know, some family. They got their, their brewery started and up and running and since they've grown to one of the largest craft breweries in the in the nation, employing about 1,100 people. Hmm. So it's a big brewery. No kidding. Yeah. Uh, it'd be fun to go out there and check it out. Yeah, that's wild. I, I love this, this, this soft jab. Craft beer enthusiasts that also have a finely tuned palate for this richly intense style. So if we don't like it, apparently we don't have that. <laughs> no judgment by stone. It's all right. They judge <laughs> us. We'll judge them right now. I was going to say, it's only fair we're going to judge them, so whatever. So let's see what it's like. Go ahead and pop it open. Mm, I love that sound. Never gets old. We're just going to dive straight in. We ain't even going right. to mess around. Pour this bad boy out. It is foaming up nicely with the thick head, at least in my glass. I poured mine a little bit harder than uh, Mike, you did, and so Andy poured his pretty light, and still got about a fourth of an inch. I'm sitting at eh, about an inch and a half. That's, yeah. Yeah, this so definitely... It's a water glass. This definitely can produce a lot of head if you just pour it straight in. Oh, it smells delicious. It's it's dark. It's like a black hole of coffee, man. It soaks up every bit of light. You yep. can't see anything through it. The uh, Caramel the, color head. And the head is nice and toasty. Did we talk ABV? Uh, it is 10.6, I believe. Well, there you go. So, I mean, it's a Russian Imperial. It's going to be up there. So you're going to get um, your espresso. You're going to get those sweet alcohol. alcohol notes off of it. It's very, just the nose of it's very, very sweet. I always love how you almost get that dark cherry in uh, a lot of Imperial Stouts. I'm at least getting it off a little off the nose. There's a fruitiness to it. It's um, a little cocoa. Bready, very sweet. I don't get a whole lot of coffee off the aroma. I get mm. a faint whiff of it, but not much at all. No, I agree. Mm. All right, let's give it a taste. Tastes like a, a Russian Imperial Stout. 
I don't get mm. coffee immediately. It, it just tastes like a good stout. I it definitely get clean. the espresso on the back end. You get that the, the little extra bitterness to it. Mm. Mm. But it is very light and very faint. <laughs> it's kind of a good thing, though, because Andy's got an early flight, and so he was worried about exactly. uh, too much coffee tonight. I always get, when I taste a, a, a this kind of stout, I always end up getting dates. Like if you've ever had medjool mm. dates, mm-hmm. that... that you, do, you often do get those just dark fruit flavors. Mm-hmm. Or uh, kind of goes back to what I was saying about the cherry. It's chocolatey. It's molassesy. It's got kind of a fruitiness to it, but not not a. It's, not, it's not bitter. Like, it's right up my it's alley. It's not singing yeah. fruit. It's just what it is. Mm-hmm. It's uh, I don't know. It's pretty good. It's not overwhelmingly sweet. Not overwhelmingly coffee. In fact, almost sorry. You need more. <laughs> That's one of the first things that I was going to say. Typically, when it's a higher in alcohol, to me, it, it has that maltier, sweeter taste to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bitterness of the espresso. I was cutting that right out for me. I enjoy this. Uh, it's good. This is right up my alley. Um, I've had Imperial Stouts that I think are a little bit more complex and, and deep in character, but this still has several layers to it. You know, you'll, you'll get a little... I get a little bit of the espresso from on the, on the back end. You get a lot of the roast malt. Sometimes I can pick out a little molasses. Sometimes it's, you know, it, it kind of has been changing up a little bit. What's interesting for me, I, I we're going into the stout season, you mm-hmm. know. I'm a seasonal drinker. I don't know if I've I'm had. Ready. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Nashville is not. It was 94 degrees today. Yeah. But uh, my palate is ready. I uh, I don't know if I've had a specifically an espresso uh, stout. I've had a lot of coffee stouts, milk stouts, um, peanut butter stout, etc., I'm trying to think of using actual espresso, and if I taste the difference between a coffee stout and an espresso stout, I do. I'm, I'm tasting like this is like almost like a fi- finer ground, mm-hmm. stronger. It tastes like espresso to me. I think that's a lot of that bitterness for me. You yeah. Know, if you just drink a straight shot of espresso, it can mm-hmm. be super dark and just bitter and not have a lot of coffee flavor to it necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of what I get out of this. So that I think they just use a really dark espresso roast uh, in the brewing process i think they blended it perfectly yeah it's good it's um it's not it's not too sweet because i've had some of these that are that are mm-hmm. sweet and mm-hmm. like it's just mm-hmm. you really get hit by the sweetness and that helps i guess it is the espresso that counteracts yeah. it this is good this is this is good all around it ain't a refreshing beer mm-hmm. this is definitely a fall slash winter it's refreshing for the soul yeah. Yeah. But not for the not for the Nashville weather we are currently facing, like Andy said. It's yeah. definitely you don't come inside and go, All right, stout. Absolutely. <laughs> this is gonna be perfect when you have a long potluck in the morning of a Super Bowl mm-hmm. and uh, if you happen to have a television outside in a, a patio screen room, it's the perfect morning coffee espresso this, stout. This would be a good <laughs> breakfast stout. We've we've reviewed a few a few beers now that are good for breakfast. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I don't know if that's good for us. Well, you know, you think about back in the uh, uh, colonization of America, they drank beer for breakfast. You know, the water was unsafe to drink, so they brew beer and brew second beer for the kids. And um, yeah, we turned out okay after that. Huh? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the greatest na- but the greatest nation in the world drinking beer for breakfast. That works for me. All right, maybe we got to employ that. I'm curious to see what this would be like if you just let it sit out for about 15 minutes. I mean, it was out of the fridge for roughly 15, 20 minutes before we popped it. Mm. But if you just let it sit in the glass and your hand warm up a little bit, how much it would open up. I might have to pour a little set to the side and try it out and edit it back in later. Well, it's not. It's So just in the time we've had it and holding the glass and everything else, it hasn't 
increase the amount that you get from nosing and anything like that. It seems to mm. be pretty consistent. Um, all right, let's. Well, I, I mm. okay. I had an idea of ribs, like a like a molasses barbecue. Oh, cool. Ribs. This would be be perfect for that. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm with you on that. It could be a good cooking beer. I just read something recently in Guinness being used. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the only thing you gotta be careful with with darker beers is how you cook them and and how long because they can get. You know, especially if they're already bitter, mm-hmm. they can get really bitter after mm-hmm. you cook them down a little bit. So if yeah, you're putting if you're putting it in like a stew or something, they generally say use you know at least amber at, at most. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. This this may be on a like a like a post smoked ribs or something like that. Not when it hits the grill too long. Oh, this would be like after the, the they're final, off the, the grill, final glazing. Get, yeah. Just that this last like well fifteen minute glazing mm-hmm. with a little mm-hmm, make them sticky. Damn, I'd say dinner now. I'm hungry again. Yeah. No, I want ribs. Let me get the cooking. No. All right, let's give it a rating. That's that's really hard for me because I love pretty much all Imperial Stouts for the most part. This is nice and bitter and up my alley. I'm going to give this a solid 8 out of 10. I think the uh, espresso could have came through a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they could have had a little bit more of that coffee bean flavor to it. Um, but it is blended very well. Uh it's a very balanced beer. It's it's enjoyable to drink. I kind of want to just down it, but I'm trying to savor mm-hmm. the flavor. Um, I could I could drink two of these back to back. I don't think it drinks like a ten point six. I don't. The I alcohol agree. doesn't come through very strong for me. No, I agree. Yeah, this this is one of those ones that could get you in trouble because hmm. it doesn't it doesn't feel or taste overpowering like a ten percent or so. You know? No. You, yeah. It, it's yeah. No. Yeah. Five percent. Stout to me. To- totally. I'm going to agree with uh, basically everything that Ben said. Um, I'm going to give it a 7-2. Uh, what would give it a higher score is, uh, Mike, I believe you mentioned earlier, uh, I'm not dying to keep... Ch- you want to keep... I keep drinking it because of that, it's, but not because it's thirst quenching, mm-hmm. which where I believe when you say it can become dangerous, like I want to just... Uh, g- 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 well, uh, <laughs> in a good, rare. good, good, bad way. Take that yeah, for what yeah, that yeah, is. Yeah. Yeah, I won't, di- won't dive in anymore, but it, it is very good. I enjoy it. Um... A rebuy for me, maybe. Like I said, for that right day, I think it's perfect. But I was watching football outside, and it was 93 today, so it's 7-2. <laughs> a, little, a little heavy for the palate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm right there with you guys. I'd give it probably a 7, 7.5. I like it. It's it's good. It's not hitting me as one of my favorite beers, just because possibly it's hot, and we've got the ceiling fan on, and I'm wearing shorts, and it's not the right kind of beer for that. But it's good. Oh, so what you're cigar, me, cigar beer as well. I don't think yes. I, we said that. Ooh, be a very so, good cigar. so what you're telling me is wait to break out the super heavy styles until it starts getting cold. Yes. Okay. Yeah, thicker, kind of a more a warmer beer. Thicker, so more... Sometime warm. in the year, like 3,000, when it finally gets cold in Nashville again. <laughs> right? I think well, if my ears were colder, if that means anything. You know, like my internal... It's, it's coming, it's coming. The frost Here, is on the rise. I'll get you an ice cube. You can just hold it against yeah. your ear and drink the beer. <laughs> right on. All right, well, this was a pretty quick episode. We just plowed Plow through, through that, that one. Great minds thing alike. Right, hey, yes, hey. we do. All right. Jinx. Uh, so it go? is the Stone Espresso Totalitarian Imperial Russian Stout. That's so, a lot. That's a mouthful. That is a mouthful. So, so is the beer. beer. All right, that's Damn. twice. Jinx, you owe me a beer. All right. <laughs> All right. Till next time. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>